3: For Kia, the seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Welcome to Sports Day SA. It's a Thursday night. It's the only show we've got this week, so thanks for joining us here, and you can be part of the show. You can discover exceptional customer service with Weeks Homes. Discover different. Text in 0427 154 166, or you can give us a call 1300 736 736. My name is Paul Bonzer, alongside
1: me, premiership player with the Eagles, Ken Farmer medalist, Dan Menzel. Menz, welcome. Bonser it's good to be here a couple of days before Christmas. So it's uh, nice to get everything done. I finished my Christmas shopping, thank God, today. So it's uh, it's done. How about yourself?
3: Yeah, me. Yeah, I was organised too. we just got a little bit of food to pick up tomorrow Arvo, and then we, we're all good. So uh, it's a, it's just a great time of the year, isn't it? Everyone sort of switches off towards this, the end of this week and... Looks forward to uh, eating far too much on Sunday.
1: They do. And then it's going to be 38 degrees, I think it is, for Boxing Day. So for the Boxing Day test, in the pool, on the couch, um, (laughs) at the beach. Perfect way to do it. It's my favourite day of the year. It's a great day. It really is. And we will discuss uh, that test match and what's going to happen there with a few of the uh, decisions with the lineup shortly too.
3: Well, let's get into the hot topic straight away. Thanks to Repco Authorised Service Centre. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre for expert car service. Book online at repcoservice.com. Let's talk about the BBL. It's actually flying at the moment, the BBL. There's been some fantastic games, but our strikers are going okay too, aren't they?
1: Yes, we are going really well. It's uh, It's been a really good competition. Another interesting finish last night down in Geelong, actually, at the Cattery uh, between the Renegades and the Heat. But the, the, the Strikers are the absolute best team in the competition at the moment. When you bowl a team out for 15, that says something. But then... To back up and win again the way they did the other night, I think that shows the hallmark of a strong and talented team that has great cohesion because probably the game wasn't in their favor the whole time, but they're still able to get the job done. And with that net run rate as well as the three wins, it puts us in an extremely good position to lock in a final spot. Um, And if we can win a few more games, we'll we'll certainly be there. It's It's almost like an extra game. Bowling the Thunder out for 15.
3: That was only a week ago. It was Thursday week. And and if you haven't seen any of those highlights, just fine. I'm sure most people have, but just go watch. It was unbelievable the way that uh, a team could be bowled out for 15. I don't think we'll see it again. Maybe, maybe ever.
1: No, well, the. That low. The next lowest total in a 2020 game is 57. So it is nearly four times the amount of what was scored, the 15 runs or four times less. So. I agree. I don't think we'll see that again. And and what that's done to the net run rate is the strikers are up over three on the net run rate. Every other team is under one. So, it uh, it means that effectively that is almost it's pretty much going to be an extra win. Which come finals time, it might make the difference between finishing obviously in the four or at the top of the table or a
3: home final for that matter yes. too. Yeah. Um, two couple of standout players I want to talk about men's and ask you about is Matt Short. He's had a fantastic first three games, scores of 84 and 65, plus that catch at
1: first slip, but <laughs> which which might be catch of the tournament as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not just his batting and his fielding, but his bowling as well. He, Correct. He does it all. He's, he's turning into a really handy all-rounder. He usually bowls the first over for the strikers. Uh, he played last year and played really well. The year before was a bit of a development year for him, but he's come on incredibly over the last two seasons. And he's now so reliable at the top of the order. You know, if he gets away and you don't get him out early, you're in trouble as an opposition Correct. team. And so, what that does is it takes pressure off other players. Jake Weatherall's obviously not in the greatest touch at the moment, but Chris Lynn's playing well. So, it means that you know that if Shaw gets going, we're away. If he doesn't, you've got Lynn to come in at first drop. You've got other guys that can fill that void. But. he's in a really nice spot at the moment where he is making runs, he's fielding really well, and he's bowling. He bowled three overs again against the uh, Thunder and and was very economical in that one too. So he is uh, absolutely one of the stars of the tournament at the moment.
3: No question. What about the raw pace of Henry Thornton? He has 10 wickets already at uh, just over 10 with an amazing five for three last Thursday night.
1: It's, uh, it's incredible figures, and he's taken wickets in every single game. He's looked dangerous in every single game. If he keeps doing this, and I spoke with a few people about this the other day, he's going to have to put his name up there for selection, for Australian selection at some stage. Now, we have a lot of really good fast bowlers in this country, and so it's not going to be easy to break into. And, again, we'll touch on that with the Boxing Day test coming up. But if he keeps bowling this way, the chances will certainly have to come, or at least he'll – He'll be on the radar because uh, he bowls he bowls heat and he's taking wickets and, and a lot of batsmen are struggling to play him at the moment.
3: Yeah, strikers off to a flyer. And, yeah, as you said, some of the games have been fantastic. And after our uh, little show the, this evening, we're going to the Sixers and the Thunder at the SCG. This will be a good game. Jimmy Smith and Dougie Bollinger calling that one for you on SENSA. So stay right here and you'll hear all that.
1: Did you catch the uh, the Melbourne Renegades win last night? I did. I watched it all. Duray Russ coming out, and uh, that was, beautiful. he was the difference yes. in the game. Finch could not lay bat on anything. I, I did hear Brett Lee say after the game, well played, Aaron Finch, for his innings uh, to get him over the line. And I was like, mate, he couldn't actually get any in the middle. And he just stayed there. And, and because of the chase was only 138, he got the job done. But. There's probably not going to be many sides that have a team in a tournament four for 12, and a player like Michael Neisser has bowled a hat trick and you still lose the game. Yeah, yeah. It, it was
3: yeah, a really good game of cricket, and there's been some fantastic games of cricket. All right, let's get on to the Boxing Day test. I've got a really just a simple question for you, men's. Uh, should the bowling lineup be Cummins, Boland, Stark, Lion, or does Hazelwood come into that lineup and Boland surely can't miss out, can he?
1: No, he can't, and he shouldn't. Uh, He is the easy choice to miss out, to be honest, if you're a selector, uh, and that's what they've done in the past. But for mine, I'm bringing Hazelwood in, and I'm taking Stark out. I know that's a tough call, uh, but I think Boland is giving you so much at the moment. Cummings, obviously, the captain of the team, and Hazelwood is so reliable. Uh, It is really difficult. There's no reason why, and we've done this in the past at times, you can't have that rotation policy. And you say to Mitchell, "Well, look, we're going to play Josh in this test. We're going to play Scott Bolin as well, with the idea of bringing you back in for Sydney, and whether that means someone else goes out, then that's the that's the potential. And we'll wait and see what happens. I mean, we saw it with Bolin last time; came in, bowled really well, and as a result, Jai Richardson, I believe, was the one who missed out on coming back in. So." I would play Boland, I would play Cummins, and I would play
3: Hazelwood. What do you think? Possession nine-tenths of the law. I'm keeping the current bowling line up and I'm playing Hazelwood and Sydney and resting one of them over there. That's yes. my... All right, uh, another question about the test. If David Warner fails in Melbourne in both
1: innings, does he announce his retirement from test cricket? I think he should, and the answer is yes. Uh, the reason being is... He is struggling at the moment with form, which everyone knows. uh, But in the past, he has tended to be extremely good in Australia and struggled overseas. Now, if he is struggling in Australia, I can only guess at how much of a trouble and difficult time he will have when he has to go to India, when he has to go to England. So if he can't make runs here, I don't see him making runs over there. The pressure is building. If he fails again the next two tests, the pressure will be massive going overseas for him. I think that it's potentially the time to look in another direction and work out, all right, who can actually play well over there? What's the lineup going to be like? And that's what I would do if the runs don't come for him in Australia.
3: All right. Uh, I want to talk about what we did on Sunday, man, because we had an absolute ball. Um, The Adelaide Giants invited us down to uh, watch their game on Sunday. They spoiled us, really. They gave us a cap each and they looked after us. They had uh, guys looking after us. We had a, a bit of a hit and a throw in the in the batting cages beforehand and we got spoiled. It was a great day, wasn't it?
1: Uh, it was an incredible day, an incredible experience. Thanks to Eric at the Adelaide Giants for yes. helping us out in the hospitality. Uh, we went there and one thing I was hopeful that we got to do was we actually got to pitch beforehand um, and get in the batting cages. And we actually got to measure uh, with the speed gun how fast we were pitching. Yeah, my arms only just recovered. <laughs> 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 i was gonna ask you that but uh it's interesting because for people listening the reference is your major league baseball pitchers the fastballs the very best pitches pitches 90s to 100 miles an hour if you no one pitches really over 100 miles an hour that's incredible speed so to do it the other giants they said that 90 miles an hour is, it's good good going so mm-hmm. it was interesting to be able to measure it and see how we went in comparison to that uh we pitched a few times, uh, got to around 70 miles an hour, which is 120 kilometres an hour roughly. Yep, yep. Uh, so With no warm-up, mind you. No. Just straight in there. But uh, it, it just shows that they're still 20 yeah. miles an hour yeah, slower than what they're it's doing. It's a lot slower. It, uh, <laughs> it just shows how incredible they are as athletes and the speed they get. And then in turn, being able to have a bat in the batting cages. Uh, that was a pretty cool experience.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed that too, just swinging the bat and uh,
1: connecting on a couple, and you go, oh, yeah, that
3: come out in the middle, that was good.
1: You do, and so I did get the opportunity and said to him, I'd love to face a couple that would be at the same speed a pitcher would pitch, and so we got, uh, we then got it, um, it wasn't the pitcher, but we were able to put it um, the bowling machine in the bowling or machine, pitching or machine, pitching which we should machine. call it. And, yeah. uh, and got the pitches out at a decent speed. And the first couple I did not even see. and uh, <laughs> one of the players, Rickson Wingrove then said to me, mate, go early, don't go late. And uh, he made a good point. You got to preempt it uh, before it even comes out the gun. It's uh, incredible. And uh, it was a great experience and they are going extremely well this year. The giants, uh, they're 15 and five going into the Christmas break. It's a, it's a great, uh, weekend experience they usually play four games down there and they've got a few more weekends coming up in january to get along to
3: after the break we've got toddy gray coming up from greyhounds sa and also we've got uh, a wicket keeper who is now the coach of glenelg footy club darren reeves was announced as the coach of glenelg and we'll speak to him after the break really looking forward to that uh, Reaver played at my club woodville um so uh, he's a he's an excellent man and he's developing his coaching, and he's going to be a very good coach, I think. The football is here, and with a $40 family pass available to the Izuzu Ute A-League men's, T's and C's applies. Don't make sure you get one of those. And uh, Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partner. Now your Christmas shopping list at Toolkit Depot with a huge range of top tool brands. We'll have a break. Come back after this. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Welcome back to Sports Day. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you for Tyre Power Summer Scorcher Sale. Now on with 25% of selected Toyo passenger and SUV tyres. Now, Men's um, Glenelg announced their new coach yesterday, and we are delighted to have Darren Reeves on the line, the new coach of the Glenelg Footy Club. Reva, welcome to Sports ASA. Thanks, Bonds. Thanks for having me, mate. Mate, congratulations on the role. Um, when did you become interested in the role?
0: Oh, mate, you don't expect jobs to come up or become available at this point of the season, that's for certain. But, I mean, obviously, we're all spiral, aspiring coaches. When they come up, you... you You see some interest in it and probably a couple of weeks ago, mate, when it became available, um, showed some interest and went through the process, mate, and really fortunate and honoured to be given the opportunity.
1: Now, Reva, yeah, it's exciting times for you uh, to take this on. And as you said, this time of year, it's not common that uh, a job does open up. So just run us through that. You contacted Glenelg Football Club or was there some sort of uh, contact coming to you? How did that work?
0: Oh, mate, I, I put an application in, but I, I'm led to believe there might have been a phone call made to, to North um, just to seek some, some information, but I mean, I, I would understand they probably had spoken to a number of different options, mate, to be honest, so um, it's obviously very late in the piece, so I'm sure they would have done their due diligence and had a good look around, but I put an application in, and, and fortunate to be able to be then given the opportunity to go through the process. and. And it's come out my way in the end. So, yeah, no, really excited and looking forward to the challenge.
1: Yeah, and so I guess the Glenelg fans out there will be interested to know your background and you've been at North Adelaide uh, in a senior league assistant coaching role the last three years. And then NT Thunder a couple of seasons before that. Uh, Just run us through that experience for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was an outstanding experience for me. and a a challenging environment um, just because of the way the program was run, but it just allowed me to test my um, philosophies and and what I felt was really important from a coaching standpoint. So that was a great learning experience. And then obviously the North Adelaide opportunity came up after that, so the last three years there. And um, unfortunately, a couple of losing grand finals in both grades, but just the experience and the opportunity to work under Surge and and then really develop my own um, coaching sort of in and behind that has been invaluable for me.
1: Yeah, and so I just want to touch on NT Thunder for a second, and you coached up there for a couple of seasons, and so you'd play against other teams uh, that would be reserves teams for the AFL, so your Brisbane Lions, your Sydney Swans. I actually was uh, at the Swans at the time, and I remember coming up to Darwin and playing against the NT Thunder uh, in some very humid and wet conditions. Uh, How how was Yeah, sorry. How was that? I guess experience of coaching against AFL players and the development of your players in terms of trying to win, but also develop them.
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a real balancing act because the way the program was run was it was designed to allow territorians to stay at home and still play at that level. So we had a squad of 40. Um, there was only 20 based in Darwin. The rest were sort of based in Alice Springs and uh, Tiwi Islands and Catherine. So you're essentially bringing your guys in on a weekend and there's more correspondence um, during the week coming in on a Friday night and then lining up against the Sydney Swans or a Brisbane Lions reserves team and... Um, having not trained together all week so it was never a question around talent there was always endless amounts of talent it was just the ability for them to be able to compete for long periods against those types of opposition but uh, it was a great experience like it was more correspondence and watching vision with guys uh, during the week rather than out and out training systems and game plans and, and and trying to develop in that manner but um I think it had run its course almost by the time I got there. They'd had some success early, but obviously the AFL teams got stronger um, in that space, which made it more difficult for for the Thunder program, unfortunately. But great experience and great learning curve to be able to work in that environment um, under those circumstances.
1: No doubt. And so just before we get on to Glenelg, you started your coaching journey at Salisbury Football Club back in 2010 and then Nuriupa and then Central Districts. Back in 2010 when you started that, did you envisage yourself being in the position you are now?
0: Uh, definitely not, mate. I was sort of fell into coaching by chance a little bit, but once I started doing it, I, I realised my passion for it. So I always wanted to coach at the highest level I possibly could once I started. I wasn't sure where that would be, but sort of as it started to progress and progress, it became a real goal and a real um, sort of destination to where I wanted to go. I love the SA feral mate. I, I think it's an, a fantastic really like con- story, concept. And the fact that blokes are working all day or studying or doing whatever they're doing and then come and train, um, still at a pretty elite level. I, I love that. So that sort of has driven me the last couple of years. But never envisaged that I'd get this type of opportunity, but um, it's been a... Plenty of hard work behind the scenes and um, I think probably well-grounded and ready to go, um, but looking forward to the challenge equally.
3: Reva, unfortunately we've got to let you go because we're hard up against the big bash tonight, but we'd love to have you back in the new year uh, when we've got a bit more time to chat.
0: Absolutely, mate. Look forward to it. Have a great Christmas.
3: Thanks, Reva. and' uh, it's Darren Reeves, the Glenelg coach, uh, just announced it last night, so he's fantastic. Now, kick. Now, we've got to go quick. Because Toddy Gray's on the line. He's from Greyhound Racing, and you can follow the tips at, at the Dogs SA on Twitter or Greyhound Racing SA on Facebook. Toddy Gray, what are your best bets? All right, lads, let's fly through these and save yourself some time. Two
2: for you tonight, legends. Best bet, race five, number two, man of substance, around about the $3.20, $3.50 mark. Uh, look, I reckon this is an absolute match race in the top two because of the wide runner in three. If he leads the one dog, he'll beat the one dog. He'll beat this field. He'll win the race. If he lobs second to the one dog, which is your favourite, he should have every chance. If he lobs right behind it, right up its clacker, to run it down in the home straight. Um, I reckon you're going to get a very genuine run from him. The trainer's got him going sensational. He's my best bet of the night. Race five, number two, man of substance.
1: Great. And what about your get-out stakes for us, Doddy?
2: All righty. Now, listen, honestly, when I say this is worth a small bet, then I mean small, whatever you just got in your head, halve it and take take three away. We're only going to have a very small bet on this one. Race 10, number four, Velocity Teller. Listen, she's 40 to one. She shouldn't be 40 to one for mine. She's a very hard dog to catch. She's very temperamental. One night, she'll come out and she'll decide to go with the big boys, ride the bumps with the best of them, and give it her all. Other nights, she'll come out, and if a dog breathes on her, she goes, I don't want a bar of this. And, um, she's very hot and cold. It's all in her brain, but I'm telling you, she's too good a dog to be 40 to one in a field like this. It's Sydney or the bush. It's feast or famine. It's the Olympics or literally nothing. Um, but at 40 to one race, 10 number four velocity teller, not the silliest wager to have this more uh, tonight. Sorry.
3: Tony, you're an absolute superstar. We love you. We'll go, uh, have a great Christmas and new years. We'll speak to you next year.
2: Same, same to everyone. Thanks for having me, everyone. Legend.
3: See you, man. Todd Gray there from Greyhound. Racing SA with his tips. And also thanks to the seven-seat Kia Sorento, a large SUV. And you can stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Mate, we've got about 30 seconds left. Uh, We're going to the cricket. Six is taking on the thunder. Merry Christmas to everyone and a happy new year. Thanks to our very hardworking producer, Sam who's with us every night and puts his show together. And, uh, mate, it's been good fun, and you have a great new year, and we'll see you next year.
1: Yes, we'll see you all next year.
3: And big news, we're going to be on cruise as well next year, so we're spreading our wings. Have a great Christmas, everyone. Bye now. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.